Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James FPL. Good to be back, mate. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Um, we've been away for a little bit, but um, there's been plenty of football to talk about. We have, yeah. It just didn't make sense to try and squeeze a podcast in between the last couple of game weeks, because... There's effectively been one day between them. So, you know, by the time we record, release it, it's out of date and the, the game week's kicked off. So we thought this is probably a good time to release the next FPL pod with um, a much anticipated double game week 26 coming up. And no doubt we've both probably got a few ideas that we want to discuss towards the end. Yep. Chips are going to be played. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I know which one, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, there's some injury news and stuff now that's coming out, and uh, there's a few players I think we both want to get rid of, so um, it's going to be interesting. So I think we'll do our usual kind of run through the games, but maybe not go in as much detail, because we want to give as much time towards the end to uh, get into the nitty-gritty of the game week ahead. So um, first things first, James, let's get stuck in, and the first game of the weekend was Manchester United 1, Southampton 1. Yeah, another great performance from us. Um... Yeah, it's been a pretty good, pretty good week from us, and a great goal from Shea Adams. Uh, Stunning finish, beautiful finish. Um, I wasn't sure if it was actually going to go in or come back out off the mm. post, but yeah, obviously it went in, and it was yeah, it was a great finish. Um, I've seen a lot of, like an athletic article going about us <laughs> having a drinks break in the 60 to 70th minute. Someone goes down injured yeah. in quite a few games. Fourteen, I'm sure 14 we're not out the of only 20 team. games. I don't think we're the only team that does sort of things like this. Nah, probably not. It's just been picked up on. Like, I think the other team also gets a chance during that break yeah. to have have a drink or have instructions. So I don't exactly. really see it that, nah, that much of a big thing. I, I don't buy too much into it. And I think Frank Lampard was asked about it today. Um, obviously, we're recording on Thursday, uh, the 17th. And um, yeah, he, he, he basically said, oh, it's much ado about nothing. You know, it's going to happen probably happens in a lot of places and obviously it's just because dan sheldon's picked up on it um for the the athletic i don't have an athletic subscription anymore so i'm not sure if he's gone into detail about the games that we did it in because i'd like to know for instance what the scores were in those games um you know whether we were level whether we were behind because there might be a consistent approach of you know we, we need to kind of pick something up in this or, or tweak something but say we were winning like 2-0 or whatever do, do we really need it like i, I guess it's a mm. it's a debate but yeah i think it can be read both ways and like you said every, everybody tries to get something here and as well as benefiting us it also benefits the opponent so um yeah i don't think there's a lot to say about it um in terms of saints before we jump to united another player i want to touch on is el yanusi um see at the start of the season we were all raving about him. Um, he had a, a good run of games and then he kind of went out the squad, didn't he? Um, and now he's back. Um, he's had 45 against uh, Man City and then played very well against Spurs, obviously got a goal, and then rewarded with a start against Man United and got himself an assist. And yeah, since he's been given this shout, I think he's really taken it. He he looks very sharp, very lively, and um, just, I, I guess, just adds to the, uh, the opportunity for rotation um, in that midfield. But we keep saying this saints have actually got strength and depth for once this season and that's really benefiting us come this time of the season yep yes they do um this this side obviously a much stronger side than that team that 
<laughs> lost 9-0 to Man United. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's refreshing to have squad players to call on that are yeah. actually doing a job. Um, and yeah, he's definitely one of them. He, I've been very impressed with him. And another player that I think deserves a shout out is Fraser Forster, who made some great saves in this game. Yeah, he did. Particularly... He's been very confident. Mm. Oh yeah, particularly towards the end, there was a couple of really sharp saves. Obviously, that one from Maguire's header, I thought was a, a brilliant save. And yeah, the, the confidence he's shown is exceptional. And it does make me question why, I think at the moment, his contract runs out at the end of the season. And we've renewed McCarthy's. Yeah, yeah. I, I just it's annoying. I wonder why. Um, I know you know Forster's had his injury problems and stuff, but he's he's got the gloves now. He he took his opportunity with McCarthy's injury, and he's really grasped that. And he is starting mm. to look back to his best at times. And I think personally, his best is better than McCarthy's best. Yeah, I'd agree with it as well. I reckon it might just be a case of bloody wage. Like I, I know Forster's on high wages, yeah. whereas McCarthy probably isn't. Mm. So then they took the boring decision <laughs> yeah and, and who knows like we, we both said at the start of the season we, we need a keeper we've got two second string keepers and yeah forced has been very very good recently i still don't think he's a true number one so i suppose mm. if the view is to still maybe go for someone like sam johnson in the summer as a long-term prospect i prefer him with yeah mccarthy as number two i think forster would probably look to get first team football maybe slightly lower down the division or in the championship yeah, well, I hope I hope that happens and we bring someone in. Definitely. And then um, obviously on Man United's side, this was uh, the first of two games for them. And um, I was thankful for start because uh, neither Bruno nor Ronaldo did anything in this one. Yeah, um, as a Saints fan, I was relieved they didn't do anything. But as an FPL player, I was a bit frustrated that Bruno didn't do anything in this one. Mm. Obviously, I've captained him this <laughs> week. Uh, double game week it seemed the logical thing to do. Obviously, it was tempting to go for Salah because he's got a really good fixture against Burnley, but I went with Bruno in the end and United were okay, but I think, yeah, we just outran them, outperformed them, yeah. just we were, we were the better team well, and we deserve to win. We, we've taken five points from City, Tottenham and Man United in a row and I think that's definitely credit to, to Haas and Hootel there. I wouldn't have expected anything probably from these three games a few weeks ago. And to, to get that, yeah, I think he's done a sterling job. Um, Agreed. Jumping on to the next game, I don't think there's a lot really to say. I was going to say, should we just skip that one? Yeah, I mean, the only thing <laughs> of note, David Rea is obviously back in goal for Brentford. He comes back, they keep a clean sheet. On the other side, I don't think there was a lot. So so given their time constraints, I think we just uh, skip Brentford Palace. <laughs> yep. so, sorry. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, the next game was one hell of a surprise, though. Uh, Everton 3, Leeds 0. Yeah, very dominant performance from Lampard's side. Um, I expected Leeds to be more in this one. I was expecting kind of like a 3-2 to either side. Um, but yeah, nothing for Leeds in this one. Um, Dan James has been quite good recently, but just yeah, just got booked in this game. Nothing yeah. really for, for Leeds to talk about. Um, a couple of Goals from defenders in this game, Coleman and Keane, bit of a shock. Obviously, maybe those that had Keane for his own goal yeah. will be redeemed. Yeah, I was going to say, if you haven't bombed him out already. and Probably Rage transferred him out. Wouldn't but... surprise me, but potentially, obviously, we'll come on to the game shortly, but with the likes of mm. Cancelo missing out this week, Michael Keane may well have come off the people's bench. You know, clean sheet and a goal. He's picked himself yeah, up 13 yeah. points in this one. If you've got that off your bench, you've done very well. 
An- Agreed. Another player to note, obviously, for Everton um, is 4.5 million midfielder Anthony Gordon. Um, he's had a few starts now under, under Lampard. Um, and yeah, I thought he was exceptional in this game. Yeah, it's his second 14-point haul of the season now. Um, clearly, the lad can do some do some business. And at 4.5, I've got bloody Allen in my team at sort of <laughs> around that price point. Yeah. So I'd much rather have Gordon. Um, yeah, I think Gordon and Ram Gordon and Ramsey, <laughs> Gordon and Ramsey are both uh, good good budget picks in that midfield around that price point. It's got to be the name of the pod, surely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see yeah and obviously Everton are one of those teams they've got three games to rearrange so um, it's Leicester, Burnley and Newcastle are the three fixtures they're currently missing um, if they can find some form and obviously Lampard can kind of reinvigorate them, drag them away from that relegation zone, there might be some good double game weeks to come up later in the season for them yeah I hope so right and then moving on to what was a very much expected uh, win for Brighton it was Watford nil, Brighton 2 yeah, yeah, strong performance from Brighton. Uh, clean sheet, couple of goals. Uh, those those on Webster will be delighted. <laughs> yeah. Um, my I'm myself, I'm on Veltman. I swear he had free bonus, but then slipped down, which was a bit frustrating because I was really confused as to how he had, he was level on bonus with um, Webster, despite not actually scoring. Might but... have just taken a while to catch up, but yeah, he wasn't far behind. Was yeah, he? he was on thirty three, no, no. thirty five apiece for Lamptey and Webster, and. See, they're the ones that uh, came away with the attacking return. So Veltman must have had a good game. Yeah, yeah. So strong performance from Brighton, and yeah, I fancy fancy them as a pick. They've got relatively decent fixtures going forward. They yeah. don't blank anywhere, nope. which is obviously a strong point. Um, even yeah, like yeah, they don't double, but they play Burnley at home. It's not a bad fixture. Yeah, Burnley, Villa, Newcastle, obviously next three. After that, you, you, you're probably looking to get rid. Um, I think from game week 27, to be fair, all the way through to the end of the season is horrendous. That's when they play effectively the top half of the table um, between now then and the end of the season. But yeah, for the next three, if you've loaded up on Brighton for obviously this double game week, um, you did well if you went defensive. And um, yeah, probably worth a hold at least for the next three weeks before whether you decide to wildcard, free hit or whatnot, and then um, make your way away from them. Um, yeah, definitely. Quickly on Watford, James. Uh, how many Watford players are you currently on? Uh, I'm on... I've got two. Yeah, I've got three. And, um... Three? Who's the other one? Oh, well, no, I'm on three. Yeah. I forgot about Foster. Yeah, <laughs> we've both got the two forwards and Foster, don't we? Um, oh, I hate it. Tell me about it, and we'll come on to it in our team shortly, but this result just summed up the fact that we've held these guys for... A prolonged period now and it's mainly because there's no other fucking good strikers in this game at the moment but it's just a nightmare <laughs> yeah we can't even get rid of them this week because no. it's a double yeah so it's basically our four points probably mm-hmm. won't even be four points no, it'll, it'll be, be three about three dennis would pick up a yellow card again 100 percent. yeah yeah it's, it's getting yeah, ridiculous frustrating. i can't wait to bomb them out but it can't yeah be i this hate week. yeah um a team that i wish i was on and it's mainly because of you know the lack of doubles but should that really be a factor? It was um, Norwich nil, Man City four. But what is a factor is rotation mm. and big, big time rotation. This game, no, no Cancelo, no Laporte, but they they still did the business. Yep. Um, I see, saw people in the community move off Sterling to Salah, and obviously that that's a move that's 
very painful. Oh yeah, yeah, you've missed out eight, yeah. eighteen points for Raz, and th- th- there were I've seen teams out there that had Laporte, Cancelo, and KDB, and obviously all oh, three God. missed out in this game. And yeah, that that sums up rotation. Given I think Champions League once again becomes a bit of a priority now that they're running away with the league. Yeah, it is frustrating, obviously, for City to get a clean sheet and for me to have two defenders but not actually get the points <laughs> for either of them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's annoying. kicking the teeth. It really is. But City are City. They're going to continue to dominate. And even though they don't double in the upcoming game week, they've got Tottenham at home. And at the Etihad, I fully expect them to probably keep another clean sheet and win by at least two. So that's just City in a nutshell. And from now to the end of the season, I think their game's... They're relatively easy. Obviously, they've got Liverpool at home, but it's a home game, which I think will be key for them. Other than that, most of the teams they're looking to play between now and the end of the season are bottom half of the table. So um, yep. I think rotation could be quite a big factor, given you know they're comfortably progressing in the Champions League. They won 5-0 the other night. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe rotate for the home leg of that Champions League tie, which might bode well for the fixtures surrounding it. But after that, if they uh, yeah progress again, it's it's got to be priority for Pep because he has to win the Champions League with City. Yeah, yeah, I think he sums it up well. Um, beware. Yeah, very much so. And then uh, jumping on to uh, Sunday's game, and um, what to be fair was probably anticipated to be quite a tough game away at Burnley, and uh, it was. It was um, a man in form, but an unlikely winner. It was Burnley nil, Liverpool one. Yeah, um, goal for Fabinho. They they did the job in this one. Uh, it was a scrappy goal. He sort of had a shot and then had, ran in and followed it up. Um, good, good, good reactions really from Fabinho. Um, one of those sort of wins you need to sort of propel yourself up the table. Sort of, you would say title winning form. However, obviously Man City are yeah kind of got that wrapped up. I'd say yeah, City or City and. Fabinho three goals and four in the Premier League and I think it's five and seven in all competitions now which Leo. yeah he's <laughs> he's doing very well oh yeah yeah wow yeah, yeah that is very impressive yeah yeah uh, and cheap in the game god yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say go there because we're all on a triple up <laughs> and it'll either be Trent Robbo and Salah or Trent Jota and Salah and we'll come mm. on to Jota later um but yeah obviously they managed to claw themselves three points here and I think they had Allison largely to thank for it, rightly coming away with three bonus points because he kept them in the game at times and Burnley really kind of took the game to Liverpool. I thought Veghorst had another mm. very good game. Um, obviously went off with a knock. Sounds like from the press conference today that he should be okay for the double game week. But um, yeah, I thought Burnley played very well. I was I was quite surprised. Yeah, I was very impressed as well. Very attacking. Like they're actually going, going for mm. it, um, which they normally don't do yeah. so it's uh, quite refreshing to see definitely um and another team that obviously needs the points and um have been steadily picking them up newcastle one aston villa nil yeah they've hit a bit of form and uh it's thanks to their sign in trippier who's been banging in free kicks left right center but obviously it turns out he's now broken his metatarsal yeah. which is going to be a huge huge blow for them because yeah. i think he was really sort of lifted everyone's spirits at least eight weeks probably and that, mm. that takes him towards the end of the season yeah it's yeah not, it's painful though it could be the difference between them between them staying up and 
going down. Um, obviously, this this game alone, Loney's won won them three points. So yeah, they're going to be even if it's for the like last two games, they're going to want him back. Yeah, definitely, and it's tricky because a lot of their games between now and the end of the season are top half teams. They've still got West Ham, Chelsea, Tottenham, Wolves. Uh, Liverpool, City, Arsenal, all to play. Um, it's the key games against the likes of, I think it's Brentford, Norwich, Everton, Burnley. Games that they have to, out of those four games, that they'll want nine points. Because, yeah, I think it's going to be tight towards the end of the season. Yeah, I understand um, Dan Bowen played very well in this game. Yeah. So that's good news for the for, for Newcastle fans. Might not be as easy a fixture as it has been. Same goes for Norwich. Obviously, got turned over by City, but they've generally been playing quite well. Yeah. Yeah, no, agreed. And um, as for Aston Villa, obviously, the week before, um, Coutinho and Ramsey ran the show. Um, I've seen a lot of people jumping on them in both formats that we obviously discuss, FPL and Sky. And yeah, I think by all accounts and watching the game, Aston Villa were poor. Yeah, I've heard this. Um that's a little bit concerning for those that have just hopped on. Um, and I guess that will obviously put off certain people that didn't, didn't jump on. Now, maybe we won't go there. Obviously, Ramsey is still very appealing because yeah. of how much he costs. Yeah, his price is exceptional. It, yeah, but I think at Coutinho's price, maybe you've got a few more alternatives. So maybe you'd think of going somewhere else. Agreed. And that's not to say they aren't going to return in the next game because it's Watford no. at home. Yeah, and, uh Watford uh, against anyone at the moment are conceding goals. So, yeah, I think um, they, they could still do well. But I was quite surprised to see the masses immediately jump on them. But, hey-ho, that sums mm. up fantasy football for you. Yeah, very reactive. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly. Um, what was a bit of a surprising result was uh, Spurs nil, Wolves 2. Yeah, this one shocked me as well. Um, strong away win from Wolves. Mm. Uh, Jimenez... Another goal for him, fifth of the season. Uh, not as prolific as he sort of has been, but no. he's still doing okay. Um, and obviously, they're very solid at the back, Wolves. So, yeah, I think if you were going to go for a Wolves play, you'd go for maybe a defender or a goalkeeper, or maybe him and as if you wanted to punt on him. But yeah, very, very strong from Wolves. Um, Goal from Dendonka. Remember you had him last season? Yeah, I know. Goal and uh, an assist. Where, where was this last yeah. season? Eh? What, a, what a performance. Uh, he's actually quite good when he when he plays. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah. But he gets rotated a fair bit. So He does, yeah. yeah. Disappointing Ma- performance for Spurs, though. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. Um, I think in the second half, they picked the game up a little bit. But they, they could have been 3-0 down in the first 15 minutes in this game. Um, Lloris had a couple of howlers and one of them led to Jimenez's goal. Um, it just wasn't a really, wasn't a great performance and it, it doesn't bode well when then Antonio Conte, I think he did a press conference and saying that obviously they've shipped out four or five players in January and only brought, um, was it Bentecourt and Kula, Kulisevsky in? And he was saying, well, yeah, effectively Tottenham's squad is weaker now because we've lost four or five players. Well, they're four or five players that you clearly didn't want, but it doesn't really instill confidence, does it? <laughs> no. In fairness, I have mm. been impressed with what I've seen from Kulusevski mm. so far. Looks a good um, I think he's pretty decent. And after they play City the, this upcoming game where you've actually got three decent fixtures, Burnley, Leeds and Everton. Yep. So 
that is but potential hop on point for Son, Kane, even Sula Sebsky. Uh <laughs> six Yeah, could be one to Bless you. go for. Agreed, yeah. And obviously they're they're one of those teams that, that doubles in twenty six and we'll we'll come on to it shortly. But yeah, I think that they do form part of the uh the scenario that we're all going to be discussing. Um, whilst James continues to sneeze, I will jump on to uh, Leicester 2, West Ham 2. Oh, this pissed me off. I loved it. Absolutely loved so, it. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't watch the game, but I was like, <laughs> oh, great. Dawson's clean sheet's gone. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then right at the end, I'm like, oh, it's been a goal. And I'm like, this is fucking Dawson. A mighty, like, nah. mighty it, Dawson, and it, mate. And it was. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely devastating. Yeah, where's your and Dawson then... own goal fucking comments on Twitter now, mate, eh? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> not i jinxed myself <laughs> you, you did you really did had you said nothing it would have been a two-pointer you know that would have been it but yeah i thought west ham played well but um leicester you yeah, obviously penalty uh that tielemans took very well and Pereira scored scored a pretty good goal and um i think west ham they'd probably count it as drop points given uh the form that leicester have been in recently uh jared bowen once again you know he's, he's just the man is literally on fire. He he can't stop scoring. Got a goal and an assist in this one. Um, another double-digit return, 13 points. It's what's it, 148 points this season so far. Eight goals, 13 assists. It's not bad at all, is it? Yeah, very impressive. He's beaten last season's points total already. Yep. Um, got seven more assists than last season as well. Yeah, the, the man's essential. He just looks a lot fitter, doesn't he? Like he he used to be referred to as like a sixty sixty minute man. You know, mm. time and time again, he pro- you see the board go up, and you'd probably think, ah, "Bowen, off he goes." Now, yes, consistently ninety minutes after ninety minutes, and he's really outshining Antonio. Um, oh, big time! Yeah, which is frustrating as an Antonio owner um, that mm. he's just been stuck on my team. Like I haven't really seen anywhere to move on to. But yeah, Antonio, he, it's not like he's. He's holding back. He's still the front man leading the line. But yeah, Bowen just, it's those late runs and the positions that he finds himself in the box. He's just, yeah, he's, he's holding all the points. And yeah, like you said, Bowen, season keeper, but Antonio, he's got to go for me. Yeah. Oh, well, Bowen, Newcastle at home next. I know. A good picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be this week because I just don't know if it's worth it. But come the mm. wild card, yeah, he, he won't be in there. And then obviously final game of the uh, the game week before we move on to double game week 26 discussions. And this is where you, your jammy fucking Bruno Fernandes owners, 97th minute, absolute piss take. Man United yeah, this 2, the... Brighton 0. <laughs> the opposite uh, emotions to the West Ham game. You, oh, I, I celebrated it like a United fan. I was like, get in there. Oh, mate, I was so angry. Uh, well, yeah, I thought like obviously the time was basically up, up and then Bruno was through on goal and yeah, just slots it in. I thought yeah. he was going to feed Ronaldo, which would have been good for me. But at the same time, Ronaldo owners would get points. Yeah. So, perfect outcome that right at the end for me. Uh, I would have had a fat red arrow if he didn't do that. <laughs> well, I was accepting of the fact that Ronaldo had scored and it was 1-0 because I had David De Gea. Um, obviously, he's my captain this week with no other United assets. And I thought, okay, fair enough. You know, De Gea's got three saves there. He's, he's going to pick me up 20 points. I can accept one of them returning, but not both of them. And then, yeah, when I saw it through, ah, uh, fuck's sake, Pogba playing that ball down the line and Bruno just, yeah, refusing to pass over to Ronaldo and smashing it top corner. Ah, oh, I was so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
hard to... I think the question for owners of them, though, is what do you do? I'm guessing hold because it's Leeds-Watford. Um, it probably takes us on to our double game week 26 conversation, to be honest, mate. And as yeah. an owner of Bruno, what are your intentions? I don't know. Initially, it was to use him to maybe downgrade him, upgrade someone else. However, it is Leeds, although it's a single, so it's, yeah. it's tricky. Do you bring in a doubler? Like I could move him to Son. I could move him to any other decent doubler. I don't think it's worth it, personally. And that, yeah, that, that's it's, a non-owner. It's tricky. It's tricky. He, he um, scored a hat-trick against Leeds first game of the season. He did. He did. I That sort of did sort of play a part in my mind. Um, in Leeds... But after after that Leeds Watford game, they do have quite a tricky run. It's City yeah. away, Tottenham at home, Liverpool away, Leicester at home. Personally, the way they're playing, they won't get many points in that. No, I think you hold them for these two, and then you mm. reassess because by then we might know a better picture for upcoming doubles and blanks as well. So you could then maybe look move to Man City, Son perhaps, you know. Or, or spread the funds. We might even need to start looking at Leicester assets, for instance, because they've got a lot of games to rearrange and not a lot of time to do it. So I think they're going to get consistent doubles. Um, but yeah, if, if I was on Bruno, I, I'd be holding probably for these two games because they feel like games in which he could comfortably outscore a lot of double game week players. Yeah, true. That is the case. We do sometimes get blind. We, well, we always get blinded by double game weeks. Oh, 100%. <laughs> So obviously you've got is it Leeds, Man United, um, Wolves, Burnley, Spurs, Watford, um, Palace, Liverpool, and Arsenal. I believe are the eight double game week teams. Mm. Um, I'm in a, a tricky position because obviously Jota, frustratingly yesterday, taken off at half time in the uh, Champions League game. Um, Klopp came out and said it was an ankle knock that had swollen. There are rumours circulating, and they're only rumours because Klopp hasn't had his press conferencing, that's tomorrow, that Jota could be out for at least two weeks. And if that's the case, that really messes with my plans because obviously I'm already on Jota, Trent and Salah. Um, I may well then have to look at moving Jota on to maybe a Saka, for instance, because I quite like Arsenal's fixtures. And I am very likely to free hit in game week 27 anyway, because having, I'm already on triple Liverpool. I already have Martinelli, who annoyingly got sent off, which means he misses the first game of this double. But I don't want to use the minus four to get rid of him. So I could be on at least two or three Arsenal, as well as two or three Liverpool. And I just don't fancy it. Whereas if you then look ahead, Arsenal have got Watford and Liverpool have got West Ham. So I'm going to want them back for those fixtures. Mm. So yeah, Is I it just Liverpool and Arsenal that blank in 27? I believe so, yeah. No one else, yeah. Uh, cool. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, just those two. So cool. if, if you're not on the triple up of Liverpool and you maybe don't have a couple of Arsenal, I think you could get away with it but you could probably build quite a good free-hit squad for for 27 because there are some good fixtures in there. Obviously, Spurs away at Leeds, um, Man City away at Everton, Man United have got Watford. So there's some good fixtures to target that are potentially players that you don't currently own. 
Um, so yeah, it's something to think about if you're on the double game week 26 strategy. If you are looking a free hit, Arsenal for me could be a very good option. And that would, annoyingly, my plan was to probably bring in um, Kieran Tierney um, and maybe Saka. Now that Jota is out, I don't know whether I just stick to that plan um, and just go double on each and then reassess because I don't really want to be taking a hit in this double. Yeah, it could be made up, but I could bring in a player that then is dropped for one of the I think games. You have two free transfers. Yeah, I've got two. So if yeah. I if I want to bring in three, yeah, it'd be a minus four. Oh right, okay, yeah. I just don't know if it's worth it. And front line wise, I've got fucking Dennis and King, and mm. I just I hate it. But I hate it as well. I and can't it's gonna move be... them on. Yeah, no, I'm keeping them as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's your plans? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure which chip I'm playing. Um, Are you one of these that's between bench boost and triple captain? I may, I may be. Yeah. So, <laughs> arguably, your bench boost, for instance. All right. So, who would be on your bench if you were bench boosting? Uh, well, obviously, I've got two free transfers, so that is mm. yet to be even thought about in my head. Um, so, obviously, I'd have Ramsdale. Well, not Ramsdale. I'd have Foster on my bench with. A double. Yeah. I'd have currently ailing on my bench with a double. Um, and then either King with a double or I don't know, Veltman, maybe I'd bench over King. Um yeah, probably. And then I'd be likely to upgrade Allen with money from downgrading mm. either Antonio, Jota, or Bruno. Which makes but sense. It's probably more probably more likely to be Antonio or Jota, probably yeah. Jota, to be honest, because if, he doesn't play in 27. Yeah. And if he's out injured. And he's injured. So, yeah, that's probably... And then, yeah, then I'll play a bench boost because it's quite appealing, not only having two goalkeepers playing, but also two goalkeepers doubling. I don't think that will happen. It may happen again, but I feel like, yes, I, I could st- obviously the triple captains will trap triple captain Salah. I can captain him. So... I'm only really going to lose out if he goes absolutely crazy. Say he gets like 15 points or 20 points. I only lose what? I lose 20 points, mm. essentially. I think I'll get 40, you'll get 60. Yeah. And I feel like my bench boost could easily do that this week anyway. And then I'd still have the triple captain for another week. And there'll be other doubles yeah, to, I to think, play. I think game week 36... Although it is a hasty double. It is, exactly. I... <laughs> This is this is two sides of the coin. So game week 36 looks like it's going to be a massive double game week. If you're following Ben Crellin's spreadsheet and obviously anybody that isn't, why? Because you really should be. And I think James at Planet FPL has summed it up really well as well in his recent podcasts. Um, 36 is going to be massive. Now, if you've got that second wild card, for me, for instance, I'm trying to hold it until 34, maybe 35 to wildcard into double game week 36 to then bench boost because I'd like to have four bench players with doubles. Um, It gives me more opportunity in that case. And I think, I don't think there is a better opportunity to use a triple captain than this week. If you're going to say triple captaincy for Mo Salah, these are the two teams you'd pick, surely. Uh, Oh yeah, definitely. 
it doesn't get much sweeter. No. Um, however, I don't even have a wild card, so that strategy isn't as exactly. easy for me to do. Exactly. So it's it, it depends on where you are with your chips, but yeah, it's just mm. it's assessing. Yeah, it's, your t- it's your team. Yeah. Like how many doublers you'd have? I would have quite a lot, and I've got two free transfers mm. to get even more. So I feel like I'm quite set up quite well for a bench boost without even planning for it. Yeah. So I feel like the opportunity's there. It is. So that may be what I'll end up doing. But it's, yeah, it's tricky because, yeah, it's such a good double. Like, if it was Tottenham and Leicester, I'd bench boost all day long. But Norwich and Leeds, it's making me think about it. Yeah, I'd I'd consider it. But I'd be interested to see where you go. The the other option for me, just before, obviously, we, we start finishing up, is if I don't want a free hit in 27 the player that is really appealing to me or there, there are two players but the one if Jota is out I may well go to Maxwell Corne now as mental as that sounds you know <laughs> Liverpool to Burnley Corne doubles this week because they play Brighton and then Spurs but Burnley also have a double game week next week they play because the fixture against Leicester has been rearranged. It was going to be a blank, but it's been rearranged for that week. So Burnley now double with Leicester and Crystal Palace. So I might move to Corne, and I could even be tempted to move Antonio to to Veghorst. Just bring through the yeah, double. <laughs> genuinely, just bring in two Burnley players for the next God. two weeks. Um, because I think they're quite good doubles for them, and I've been impressed with the way that they've been performing. And mm. it would also then mean that I only have two Liverpool and one Arsenal going into 27. And then I could assess as to whether I need to free hit or whether I look at yeah. my squad and think, ah, oh, fuck, that's terrible. I'll move on. But I could bench those players and still use a transfer or a hit to move out the likes of King and Dennis. So, um, yeah, I've, I've got to really consider this and given we've only got two days till deadline um, and my birthday is tomorrow, so I'm not really going to be spending much time on FPL. I really have to make up my mind pretty soon. So, um, yeah, I think tonight, whilst uh, Chapman is on, I'm going to be deliberating quite heavily with the old spreadsheets. Yeah, I think I will be too. Um, especially every time I have two free transfers, it always takes me longer because there's so many different possibilities yeah. that you can do. Um so yeah, uh, yeah, Corne. I want to put him in the team, but I feel like he'll get injured. Like he seems Wouldn't to be quite. Vun- yeah, he seems to be quite vulnerable. He seems to always go down. Like the the game where Saints played Burnley, we we both went. I think, and mm, yeah. yeah, he went. He he went down in that game. Um, he seems to be a well, bit though. sort of. Yeah, very yeah, <laughs> great player, but just seems a bit like injury prone. Maybe. Yeah, I know it, it'd be one hell of a risk. Um, right, just to finish up then, James, uh, do you want to quickly tell us how many points you got in the last week and your up, an update of your overall rank? Why not? It's been a few weeks. Yeah, so si- 63 points in this week. Um, most of those coming from Fernandez and Bowen. Now sat at 184k, which is a season high. Nice. Um, I'm off the back of five green arrows. Um so it's going in the right direction. Just it's the progress is a bit slower now as I'm getting higher. It's a bit tougher. Well, I'm glad, you're, go- I'm glad you're going in the right direction because I certainly aren't. Uh, <laughs> I got 57 uh, this week, which I thought was average. You know, fair enough. But I have dropped from 43k in game week 21 to 107k 
in game week 25. So in, in the space of four weeks, I've lost 64k, which is stressing me out because yeah, that's not good. I know, and I'm, I'm having I've gained 100. <laughs> exactly, I'm having fairly average weeks. Like I'm averaging two, two and a half million game week rank at the moment. Um, I did have an awful game week 23, which really hit me hard. Um, other than that, yeah, it's just it's frustrating. It's other than the first game week when I was 122k, this is my lowest rank of the season now, um, which is baffling for 107k to be my lowest rank of the season. Is yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I saw your history. It's pretty yeah, yeah. impressive. Yeah, this, yeah, this season. Effectively, yeah, I was the highest point. I was at 12k, and this is the lowest. But I do have all my chips. I've got my wild card, free hit, bench boot, two free hits, bench boost, and triple captain. So I'm really hoping that um i can use them to to my advantage because i still feel like this could be the season that i finally break my record of 40k i don't think i'll get anywhere near your record but i'd love to uh to smash <laughs> the 40k mark yeah yeah do it do it get a pb fingers crossed right um hopefully that gives you guys enough uh information and it's probably giving you a bit of food for thought for the uh the double game week ahead so um i think it's about time we just say good luck Hope your transfers go well. And as always, it is a goodbye from me, guys. And goodbye from me. Cheers.